And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore, joined by Law Murray for what has been, I don't know, how long has this pod been in the making? Law? This is an emergency pod. James Harden's been traded to the Clippers, and Law Murray has been working all night, drinking a little orange juice. I catch him nice and bright and early. Law? How's it feel? It's finally over. Well, I guess it's just starting now. Happy out. <laughs> I literally just put out a tweet with a story with the Ric Flair, John. Uh, I don't even know who he was ranting at when he was like, we've only just <laughs> begun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and, and it's true. Like, this season has only just begun. What we have come to understand of how the team is going to make this work on both ends of the floor in the first unit and the second unit. We've only just begun. And this isn't the trade deadline. You know what I mean? Like we're going to have several months, a whole in season tournament, um, several more developments. Teams are going to fall in, fall out, whatever. And then we're going to redo this again in about, you know, when, when whenever um, February gets here. But for now, we finally have a deal that oh. I've been sitting on for Is this the months. same deal that, so you that you've known about for a while? Let's get into the deal real quick. Um, the Clippers, they get James Harden. In exchange for James Harden, they sent Robert Covington, uh, Nicholas Batum, K.J. Martin, Marcus Morris Sr., and picks to the Sixers. Uh, the Sixers also sent uh, Philippe Petrosev to the Clippers, although he's probably going to get waived. Philly also got a 2026 first rounder from the Clippers, but via the Oklahoma City Thunder because of uh, new league rules, Oklahoma City Thunder have to be involved, at least with picks in every trade now. They also, uh, Philadelphia also got a first round, a 2028 first round pick, two second round picks, a pick swap from the Clippers. And uh, that's a that's an okay haul in future assets. Um, but I want to sp- specifically talk about the Clippers part of this. Uh, this season so far for the Clippers, you see where a James Harden would kind of help them. Yeah. I mean, their offense has been great, but the thing about their offense is it's it's been heavily reliant on Kawhi and Paul making some crazy shots, doing a lot. I mean, the effort's been great, but seeing those dudes uh, have to kind of over overextend uh, to a certain point, you can see where it's like, all right, how sustainable is this? All right, Paul's attacking the paint. We're asking him, hey, man, you're really on your bully stuff this year, ain't you? And it's like, we all know the deal with Paul. Like, Paul starts these seasons great, and then, you know, a hamstring there, a knee here, and you're wondering if, you know, you're going to get the same player come spring. Kawhi, we already saw what happened last year. He had to build into it. And I've actually felt like Kawhi hasn't had the smoothest start to his season. He hasn't, he's barely gotten to the free throw line. 
His mid-range isn't quite there. He's shooting, he's shooting a three incredibly well, so no one's chirping about his shot overall. But you're just thinking, what's what what's going on here with the with with the offense? They're trying to move more. Um, Bones is playing hurt. Like we shouldn't be worrying about Bones Island in week two having to play through injury because it's literally just him and Russ. And and so James Harden is insurance for all those dudes. It's really, really crazy to put it that way, but that is the case. James Harden is a very luxurious insurance policy for basically every perimeter. Well, and theoretically, it should allow them to get some easier buckets. You know, I mean, James Harden's ability to generate looks for other guys is something that would be a unique skill, I think, for for this Clippers team. Um, You know, Russ can do it to a certain degree, but he's not the threat with the ball in his hands that James Harden is. So you can see where at a, at the very least it's a change of pace where guys don't have to go out and get their own. You know, you can put James Harden out there with some of the bench guys which I don't even know what that bench looks like right now. And uh you know, theoretically these guys could space around James Harden. Um let's talk about the guys that they didn't lose. Terrence Mann, Norm Powell, still Clippers. I I mean, this is a this is kind of a coup, I think. For, for Lawrence Frank and the Clippers to hang on to two guys that are now like rotation guys. Like these are super important players now for the Clippers. Yeah. And I'm really hoping I'm not about to lose my internet here. Um, okay. Looks like we're good, but um, the big thing, the, the big thing with keeping Terrence and I don't think here's what's ironic. Terrence was named the starter when Terrence was named a starter. My spidey sense went up immediately. I was like, well, you know, Terrence is about 6'5", 215. I know a guy who's about that, who's has those dimensions. Maybe James is a little, a lot thicker. But, like, that's the kind of move that you would make if you were going to a philosophical shift about how you're lining up with Paul and Kawhi. Paul and Kawhi used to always line up with, you know, Nico, uh, Marcus Morris Sr. for the most part, Maurice Harkless. Uh, now that's a throwback name. That's how long this era has been. <laughs> like those type of guys. Robert Covington wound up having to start because Terrence was defending too much in practice, turned his damn ankle. And so there was a moment where he was like, all right, that's that's the team they're going to have, right? No, like they were committed to having Terrence at that spot. And T. Lou broke it all down. We're going to switch one through four. Terrence is a guy who, if he's off the ball, cool. But he can attack closeouts. Terrence has been working on his off-the-bounce game the whole summer. We saw it in the preseason. And T. Lou, going back to Marcus Morris, always valued having a guy who can cook a little bit, you know, or be the guy who's fine off the ball. That's what Marcus's value was. That's what Terrence's value was going to be. It's going to be interesting to use those terms with James, but a sacrifice is coming. Someone's not going to have the ball as much as they are used to having it, whether that's Russ, whether that's James. We know that Paul and Kawhi are actually fine wanting to be off the ball more. And that's the fascinating part of this trade. Like the depth is going to be interesting. Terrence is going to fill in the holes in the second unit like he always used to. And then Norm is going to be a guy who this trade is made because all those dudes are older. All when you talk about Russ, Kawhi, PG. And now uh, James, all those guys are well over 30, have the mileage. They're not going to play 70. If they play 70, cool. They're definitely not playing 80, right? 
uh, you want to manage their minutes, well, you're always going to have top firepower in the regular season with these guys. And as long as these dudes don't suffer the debilitating season-ending injury that T. Lou has always had with these dudes, they're going to be a problem uh, come spring. We um, have to get there, though. Another piece included for the Clippers, they got P.J. Tucker. James Harden, I, I guess, his partner in crime at this point. Um, I'm assuming he's going to be in the rotation as well. I mean, he is, an, at least theoretically, an NBA body. Yeah, the best thing about this for P.J. is that dude has had to start pretty much every year unless he gets traded. Well, he's now traded, so you don't, you don't have to commit to starting him. It's, it's like P.J. Tucker is going to be 39 years old. In, in in May, I believe you sh- he shouldn't be starting at this stage of his career. Like he's literally the same high school class as LeBron, but it's PJ Tucker, not LeBron, right? So, you know, PJ being your second unit guy, basically in a Nico Batum role, and I was sure Nico is probably going to be not not playing some nights this season. Uh, I think if T. Lou wanted to have a nine man rotation, fully healthy, there are going to be nights where I think Nico was not going to play. I think PJ is going to be in that spot now where if you need him for 15 to 20 minutes a night, you got him. And if there's nights where it's like we got, you know, other guys to play, they have other guys to play. And that's a great situation for PJ Tucker. Like you want to get the most out of a player like him when it matters the most. And it ain't going to matter the most for this team, especially now in December and January. That's 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 big. And so, again, it's the last day of October, Dave. I don't know who's going to be on this team in the playoffs. There's still another trade deadline. There's still a lot of time to figure out who works both on and off the floor. But for a guy like PJ, a guy who I was like, he's he's the Philly is starting him again. I mean, it's still not going PJ, but the more you can reduce a player's role like that, the better. And that's that's where PJ is at. He's basically yeah. If PJ starting for you forward. now more than just spot starts, that's that's a little bit of a team building failure <laughs> in, in my opinion. Um, after months of just talking about this, I mean, this has been going on the entire the entire summer. How did this happen now? Like, why now? What, what did was there a catalyst to this? It's not like you know the wheels <laughs> fell off for the Clippers. It's not like the the Sixers have had some sort of turmoil that we've seen outside of telling James Harden to stay home. So why now? Why not, you know, in December? Why not closer to the trade deadline? Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. I always circled. I have a story out two weeks ago. I, we, were, we were in Temecula for an open practice, and I circled 
this week on the NBA calendar. The Clippers have a back-to-back starting tonight. They played the Magic, who played the Lakers last night, and then they played the Lakers. It's a Lakers home game Wednesday. They have four days off, Dave. And the thing within the NBA is once the regular season starts, you, it's hard to find practice time. It's hard to get guys integrated with each other. And what was interesting is the Clippers in the middle of a three and four, they blow out the Spurs by 40 on Sunday night and they still practice on Monday. That's the part where it's like Teron Lewis saying, we need to be more serious. We need to get better. And they do need to get better. Yes, they beat the Spurs by 40. I can tell you there were several moments of that game where the offense was just not sharp. And this is a team that is second in the NBA in offensive efficiency. I always circled this week because I thought to myself, okay, after five games, you kind of know what's happening. The Clippers had a relatively heartbreaking loss Friday night, but the reaction of that loss was more telling to me. The fact that guys were taking it as serious as they did. But I also just feel like there was just a sense of, hey, something might happen at any point. You never know. And guys, they took it hard, but also this is this 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 season means a lot to uh, the stars. It means a lot to the older guys on the team. Now, ironically, a lot of those older dudes not on the team no more. You know, and for and 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 then you look at it from the Sixers' point of view. Yes, their season opener was 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 difficult, man. Like they came back from down nineteen, right? Similar to the Clippers' loss in Utah, only to blow it at the end um, in Milwaukee. Nick had to go up to Toronto. Nick Nurse had to go up to Toronto find a way to win that game. They were teasing everyone saying Joel Embiid was going to rest, and they were like, psych, and then they blow out the Blazers in their home opener. And guess who got named player of the week, Dave? Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey. I normally don't care about player of the week, but I saw that and I was like, oh, man, even the league is like telling Philly, hey, you guys can do this now. I mean – Tyrese is ready. Tyrese had to be there when Ben was going through what he was going through. Going and and Ty, James Harden as the games that he missed, Tyrese had to be the one. Uh, Tyrese was coming off the bench, a major part of last season. Tyrese is ready, and so when you have a guy who's ready and playing as well as he is, in addition to the MVP, in addition to the window that you're in, like you are, you're ready to make a move. I think. As much as Daryl Morey would have loved to posture and been like, we can get more value out of this. The reality is there's one team that you can do a deal with and they have assets that you do want. It might not be the player, but it is in terms of expiring contracts, as far as, far as a, a weakness positionally, uh, the power four spot. Philly was able to take care of themselves before the Clippers were like, look, we don't have to do this. And the Clippers at the same time were like, this is the ideal time to do something because we have these games, we have this time off, we have a road trip, and by the time November really gets going, you can see what James is And, and so for, for the Clippers, this just made sense from an organizational standpoint? The trade didn't really change very much? Is that is that what you're saying? For me, I always was like, look at the ownership. Right. I think me and you talked about this. Look at the ownership. They're literally selling tickets to open the Intuit Dome set for a year from now. 2024-25 might as well not exist if you are currently on the team because if things don't go a certain type of way, then the team is just going to pivot to, well, we need to start this new era somehow. It's about big moves. Like 
Oklahoma right. City That's, that's fair. <laughs> and I guess and and you know what? Philly Philly's got a little piece of it now too. So it's like Kawhi and Paul, they're extension eligible. Like they don't have their extensions now. They they're still talking. You know, it's not like these guys are, you know, rookie extensions candidates or anything. There's not like a cutoff date, but you know, they don't have those deals yet. And so you have to operate as if this is their last year. Um, this is the Clippers. I saw Blake Griffin get extended and then traded within the about six months. So even if guys get extended, so what? You can always say hey, we're pivoting. If right? they make a you T-shirt for Kawhi Durant, and Paul right? George, you got to get me one. I need one of these. This is like could be historic. So I, another guy who's yeah. on the last year of his deal is James Harden. You know, he's an older player at this point. Yep. Can't and he can't be extended. I mean, do you expect? You know they'll have his bird rights. Do you expect them to to re up next summer and, and bring him back on? You know it's it's not going to be a max deal. I'm assuming he's not a max level player anymore, but probably should get a pretty good contract out of it, right? Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high value customers, drive higher revenue and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals and show you hidden allies so that you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you up to date first party data, enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash NBA show 23. That's linkedin.com slash NBA show 23 for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash NBA show 23 and get started. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son Evan continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. I would not make that assumption. I would not make that assumption at all. Like this is a team that Eric Gordon was on this team and he was a valuable contributor to this team. Uh, he was on a $20 million contract. The trade to get him cost the Clippers the 20th pick in this past draft. It went down to 30. The 20th pick wound up being a player that some people would not have been shocked if he was a top five pick in Cam Whitmore. So you can imagine how people felt about that around here. And so Eric is a much more valuable player on the deal that he is on now in Phoenix than the deal that the Clippers wound up waving him from the non-guaranteed 20 million. Why I bring him up is because Steve Ballmer owns the Clippers. 
who cares how much money, right? Like, just go out and, but no, like, the front office is being very clear with the communication with the stars uh, about the new ramifications of the CBA, about team building, about the fact that they can't make moves like this very often going forward. The Norman Powell trade from two seasons ago, that was like a wow. You can only do that deal if you're willing to bankroll it, basically. They can't do those trades anymore going forward. This is one of your last, probably your last best shot. And so if this doesn't go a certain type of way, James Harden in L.A. might be Jimmy Butler in Philadelphia. Okay, like that's how I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this as this is a hell of a big four, but it is also a very, this is this is a coalition. This is a short-term unit. You know, everybody come back to L.A. Let's get this done because after yeah. this, you never know. I mean, what was funny, Sunday night we saw Wimby, and after that game, even though the Spurs lost by 40, it was like, get your, get your chips <laughs> we now. We got to do something. Because that dude's story. coming. So uh, he ain't the as, only we, one, as we wrap up, what are your expectations for this team? Do you think they're going to have a rough start? Do you think the chemistry is going to be there right away? Is this a top four seed in the West? I thought it was a top four seed in the West before the deal. But also, uh, I, I only make these predictions understanding that assets can change over the course of a season. In other words, I was anticipating the Clippers making a move. The Clippers have always done a big move on the Lawrence Frank. So I this is a powerful regular season team. The chemistry, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough, um, especially defensively. You got to figure out how the heck you're defending with James. But on the other end, you're also going to be you're, you're going to ask to switch. And James has been in that kind of a defense for quite some time. Like, I think people are tripping about James's defense a lot when in reality, it's James is going to be asked to be physical, have a nose for the ball, help them rebound. Look at James's career. Like, James is always going to force turnovers when they're available. He's always going to try and end possessions with rebounds. And you're going to have to beat James off the ball. And beating James off the ball requires all those other dudes. He's playing with Kawhi and Paul, the best perimeter defenders he's ever played with in his career. And James has an uh, he, he has a attention. He has an urgency. Everyone has an urgency where it's like, you don't want to be the dude to mess this up. You don't. Like, you're, you're, you're at home. You're playing for your dudes. Like, this ain't the time to be tripping about whether you an all-star or not, or whether you getting 30 or not. So I think that balances out the chemistry concerns about how long this will be. This is not going to be smooth, but eventually it's going to come down to these dudes are talented and they really want this. And so we'll see again, hit me in February because this team always makes a move at the deadline. Well, and we'll I find out what kind of shape Harden is in in the next week or so. And I mean, hopefully he can play soon. I mean, he missed all of training camp, hasn't played in any games. So may might need a little bit of ramp up. When he came to camp, he, when he came to camp though, this was not fat suit Harden from 2020, you know, going into the January, 2021, when he got traded to Brooklyn, James looked like he was ready to participate and he looked like he was going to take the preseason series before he took his personal leave. I, I I feel like I'm not sure when he'll debut, but 
Yeah. I think he'll be ready to play, and I think he'll be ready awesome. to contribute. Maybe, maybe instead right of fat suit Harden, we're going to see like keto Harden or, or something like that. He's just going to come and show up and be ripped and in good <laughs> shape. Uh, Law Murray, thank you very much for joining me for this emergency pod. Everybody go and read his reporting over at The Athletic. He had this news, and it was written up first thing this morning, so you can go get all the details in, in case uh, I missed some of them. Law Murray, thank you so much. I'm Dave DeFore. Thank you guys for listening to The Athletic NBA Show and this emergency pod. James Harden finally got traded, guys. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.